politics, pop culture, and a whole bunch of other things that start with the letter P. The Mark Harvard Podcast. Who knew that optimism could sound so sarcastic? Hey, 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 welcome in. It is the Mark Harvard Podcast. Once again, I am the aforementioned Mark Harvard. Thanks for hanging out this evening. Um, And apparently, I also used to drive an 18-wheeler because apparently we can all make that joke now. There you go. (laughs) I got to tell you, um, before we get any further into the show, I got to tell you, you got to use my my guys Excalibur Services. The podcast this week is brought to you by Excalibur Services. I actually had them come to my house yesterday because my wife and I, my wife and I and Jack, we had all gone out to dinner and came home, house unbelievably hot. And I'm, you, it's one of those things when you walk in, you really, you immediately realize something is wrong and it's stuffy and it shouldn't be stuffy. And I walked to the uh, to our little nest module and it's not even cutting on. So we immediately called Excalibur Services, called Ben and the gang over there. They said, okay, we can send somebody out tonight or we can send somebody out tomorrow morning, your call. And I started thinking, you know, we've got fans. We're kind of wanting to go to bed. So, you know what, Just we don't want to drag anybody out this time of night. So just wait till tomorrow morning. They were here the next morning, had everything taken care of in an hour, and they actually walked my wife through what exactly what they did, taught her all about the whole thing. So kind of an educational aspect to that. You know, and then and they, and they fixed it, and everything has been great since then. Um, I trust my family, my house to them. You should trust your HVAC and your electrical to them as well. It's Excalibur Services, 205-718-8688, 205-718-8688. Now, our guest today on, on the podcast is a guy I have known for quite some time. He's a friend. I, I He and I also, I think, have a shared uh, Spotify 90s, um, 90s uh, playlist going. And, uh, yeah, joining us today, fill-in host on 99.5, Talk 99.5 here in Birmingham, also host of the wildly successful and scandal-ridden Over the Line podcast, Mr. Andrew McLean. Thanks for joining us today, Andrew. Hey now, glad to be here. Uh, I'm a little, I'm a little wound up, I gotta be honest, because I am fresh off of tonight's podcast. Uh, so uh, it takes me a while, and you can ask my fiance. You got to give me some space for like thirty minutes after a <laughs> podcast because I'm wound up tight, and she doesn't want to hear it. She doesn't want to hear me talk about the stuff I talk about on the show. So I just we just socially distance for a good half hour, and then get back to her normal night. There you go. Well, I'm actually the exact opposite. I get done, and all I want to do is go downstairs and just crash and like watch a movie or something like that. And of course, Jenny has already put Jack to bed, and she just wants to talk. So it's like the exact opposite problem. So what, what I'm telling you is that maybe you should just talk to Jenny when I get done with a podcast, and and I'll just, yeah, and, and you know, your, your fiancé and I will just ignore each other. That's 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 a good thing. <laughs> we should try that. I mean, yeah. she, uh, Jenny maybe need therapy after that, but, I mean, I'm willing to give it a shot. There you Can't go. Hurt. Now, you say, I mean, you, you, you've known, the entire time I've known you, you've, you've loved talking, you talk about the issues, you talk about justice, and you've never been one that shied away from a fight when it comes to, you know, calling out someone. At one point, I, I, you, know, you and I were together uh, on the air at one point doing a, uh, an, an all-out boycott of Vulcan because yep. of all the monuments coming down. So <laughs> never shied away from a fight, no matter how ridiculous. Um, 
you have actually been silenced on social media in an aspect, right? Yeah, um, we had most most people that have YouTube channels, they know that YouTube's got this three strike rule. So it's a deal where it, and it's honestly, it's technically four strikes. So the first time you do something that goes against their community guidelines, they will say, all right, this is against the rules. This is a warning. We will not take you. We will not count this against you with your three strikes, but just know mm -hmm. next time you get a strike. So the first time they ban you for uh, actually the first time, I don't think they suspend you at all. And what they do is they suspend you from uploading anything. So the first strike is slap on the wrist. Hey, don't do it again. This strike is going to be here for 90 days. Don't you dare get to three. Mm -hmm. No, let's see. First. Okay. Scratch that. First <laughs> strike is a week. You're suspended for a week. Yeah. All right. Second strike, you're suspended for two weeks. And then, like, if you get a third strike, your channel is gone altogether. And so here's the situation we ended up in. We got two strikes, like, back to back. One was an old one. And this is – this one I think cost the channel because it was no uh, – there was no reason for it to have a strike. And they let you appeal this stuff, and I appealed it, and they don't even care. I don't even think they actually reviewed or anything. The first strike was on a podcast that was about the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, okay? Mm -hmm. There was no talk of election stuff. There was no talk of COVID or anything like that. It was strictly about the battle in the Middle East or the conflict itself. And I was just kind of breaking it down as to what it's about, where it started, where it's at. It was education. It was an educational podcast, which is not <laughs> something I do often. Sure. Um, we So I get the strike, and they claim it's for spam or promising viewers something that uh, I'm not delivering to them. For instance, I'm telling them to click on a link because it's going to take them to X, Y, and Z, and it doesn't take them to X, Y, and Z. Okay. And I never got any explanation on that. So I don't know what so that was So they're saying about. it's a fraud thing. Right, right. Okay. And there was nothing in that podcast that's fraud-related or whatever. I've still got the video, so I, I may go review it just for the sake of torturing myself. Uh, <laughs> second one was actually related to the election, and they claimed that I said that the election wasn't on the up and up, that it wasn't fair, that there were malfeasance, election fraud, whatever. And I'll be honest, that's possible I did that. Uh, I didn't go back and watch it, but that's possible. It does seem like you. And then the third one, the third and final strike, which occurred two days ago, was I called Dr. Fauci a liar, which, you know, if, if you two want to debate it, I, I can prove it. But the problem is they said that counts as misinformation about COVID-19. So huh. apparently he's like, he's embedded with COVID-19. You cannot disagree with him. Otherwise, you break the community guidelines. They've and decided he the is the, author the authority and that's, you know, and any questioning of the great and powerful Oz does, in fact, constitute a lie. Okay. Right, right. And and what was amazing about that one, because I felt it coming. I knew it was coming at some point. Even though I was trying to skirt the line, I was trying to if i had a show that i knew wasn't going to pass what i would do is i'd put a short video on youtube and say hey here's the link for tonight's show go over here and watch it but this one was different because it wasn't an official podcast i was filling in on 99.5 that day mm -hmm. and 
I decided, because I like to put content out every day, I decided I was going to record two segments of me on the radio. Sure. And it was standard stuff, and I thought, well, surely I'm not going to say anything that's going to get me kicked off YouTube. I'm, you know, if it's that outlandish, I'm not going to say it on the radio. Yeah. So I just record two, two videos. Actually, I think I did it live, and sure enough, within 24 hours, boom, done. Man. So... Mm. So basically, you didn't go along with the narrative that YouTube likes to present, and because of that, they decided to to you know take their toys and go home. So you've moved over to Twitch. We're on Twitch. Actually, the, the platforms that we're on now, we were already on there. Twitch is the newest, so we've mm -hmm. been there like a week or so. Uh huh. Um, we're on Rumble as well, which is kind of momentarily our hub for our videos. Yeah. Uh, we've been on there for a few months. Now, Rumble was then, one of those that came by uh, when everyone had that initial wave of let's find alternatives to Facebook, and they went to MeWe for a half second, and right. Parler, and then and everybody realized that, you know, par I don't want to do everything twice, and they dropped, they dropped Parler. And so now, right. so, so Rumble is now what was, what was going to be the new YouTube. Right, and, and, okay. and Rumble And Rumble has, has stuck has around been, a little bit. We've been putting our videos on Rumble no. already. It just happens to be what we got. But, yeah, I think we've all got an abandoned MeWe account still floating out there yep. somewhere. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's that's what we're doing there. If we come up with something different, we've technically got another over-the-line channel on YouTube. But I don't want to push it until I get uh, what, what we're going to do figured out. <laughs> we created it. It's called OTL Burner Account, over-the-line burner account. And it Honesty, was supposed to yep. be geared towards – non-political podcast maybe friends coming over here hanging out whatever and also it was going to be our backup channel for when we did get a strike and we got suspended for a week or two weeks we'd upload them there yeah um but we're not 100 percent sure the route we're gonna go it's been kind of a, a whirlwind of different things going on behind the scenes mixed with that so hopefully over the weekend we're gonna figure out exactly what we're gonna do and I'll be honest, I'll give you a little Mark Harvard exclusive. Whoa. We are thinking, and don't quote me on this, but I, we're thinking about doing the show live every night. And the only issue is I have to 100% commit that I will do the show at a certain time every single night. Mm -hmm. And for somebody like me, that's almost impossible. That's tough. That's tough because when I started when I started doing the podcast, my I sat down with my wife and we were like, "Okay, how much time can I have for this?" This is like, you know, some people play golf, some people, you know, bowl competitive, competitively. This is what I do. You know, whether I'm in radio full-time or not, this is kind of what I do. So, how much time can I devote in a in a in a week for this? And at this point, yeah, I mean, every night would be fun, but I've also got a life. So right. it's yeah, I, I, that's it's yeah. it's interesting though if you can do it though, if right. you can make it, it work, it's it just it's tough, you know, with kids, mm -hmm. with a spouse, with being a homeowner, uh, you're balancing that with your your regular job, like especially if you've got a schedule that's never really that consistent. If you got a job where you're on call or whatever, like it's tough, it's real tough, but. Honestly, I feel like that would be what's best for us. I have to just sit down and make a conscious decision. 
because I can't pull that trigger without knowing for a fact that that's what we're going to do. Now, we already do one live show every week, and that's on Friday. That's the, the conspiracy one, live. right? Uh, well, no, Friday Night Live is more of just kind of a hangout interactive deal. We do it for about an hour okay. um, every Friday night. And then the conspiracy show, which is called Highly Suspect, that YouTube channel is still there. Okay. But Highly Suspect is kind of we try to do one of those a week but it's never really the same day we'll just pick an over the line podcast and say all right we're gonna skip this night we're gonna do highly suspect so it all just kind of blends together I, th I find it ironic that the one that is still up and running is the one about where you talk about the Bilderbergers and oh, right. the conspiracies and everything. People, you know, the, the pentuplet and all, you know? <laughs> now, granted, that, that channel does already have a strike, and it was because I I said something about, I'm, I'm going to be careful, the guy that's that played Forrest Gump. Okay. We talked about some stuff oh. related to him, and they're like, Apparently, YouTube is BFFs with that guy. Well, he's America's dad, so, I mean. I guess. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so when we get back, uh, I'm, I'm just going to assume you can hang out for another segment. Uh, Absolutely. When, when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit about some news that came out of Tuscaloosa that I want to run past you because I know you're a diehard and lifelong Tennessee fan. I know you're interested in this. But uh, <laughs> we're going to go from there. Uh, stick around for that. It's, uh, it's the Mark Harvard Podcast. We've got Mr. Andrew McLean hanging out with us. Stick around. Guys, you know I love talking about all the folks I do business with. And let me tell you, I am thrilled to welcome Excalibur Service Company to the Mark Harvard Podcast. When we moved into our house last year, Ben and the gang came out and checked a bunch of things. And we have since used them for all kinds of electrical work and HVAC stuff that nobody wants me attempting. <laughs> That's who I trust my family to for HVAC and electrical work. And you should trust them as well. Go to ExcaliburService.com or call them at 2 5718-8688. That's 205-718-8688. Tell them you heard about them right here on the Mark Harvard Podcast. It's Excalibur Service Company. Summer's here, and it is time to update that summer wardrobe with some merch from the Mark Harvard Podcast. Go to MarkHarvardCreative.com right now and click the store link to go get t-shirts, polos, bags, and hats with the Mark Harvard Podcast logo on them. You can also pick up our famous Jesus Soundwave design featuring the audio soundwave of the name Jesus. All that and so much more found at MarkHarvardCreative.com today. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and online at MarkHarvardCreative.com. The Mark Harvard Podcast. We are back. Helps me turn my microphone on. We are back. It is the Mark Harvard Podcast, hanging out with Mr. Andrew McLean, host of the Over the Line Podcast. You can find that anywhere you find fine podcasts. You can also find him uh, over on Twitch and on Rumble, the video version, where you can see the, uh, the, the handsomeness that is Mr. Andrew McLean. Yes. So, Andrew, uh, we had some news come out of Tuscaloosa. Did you, uh, did you hear about this news? Uh, I don't think so, uh, but it's, it's possible. I'm, I'm actually, I'm a little nervous to hear it, but go ahead and lay it on. So, also, are, did you get quiet all of a sudden? You're way quieter now. 
Oh, I see what happens. There we are. There you are. Okay. There we are. Sorry, I was juggling too many things at once. So, <laughs> oh, my, um, oh God, what did I do? So you would think it takes the burn off of me, uh, me messing with you over football right now, but it doesn't. So, uh, Alabama has announced their schedule for uh, like all the the actual the actual order for their football schedule for 2021. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know we're playing the usual suspects. We got a game with Florida, game with Ole Miss, A and M, you know Mississippi State. Um, guess who? Guess who's homecoming? <laughs> who is it? It's Tennessee. Oh man, Tennessee is homecoming. That's brutal, man. That is uh no, I I didn't. I didn't. This is the first time I'm hearing this and that's um you know, that's a, that's the last thing we need, honestly. Um I don't know if this is an attempt to officially end the rivalry or what, but it's that's that's not cool. You don't do that on your own tongue. Although it is it is a pretty good Troll, I will admit. Like, I would be totally down with Tennessee doing that to Alabama if the shoe were on the other foot. Oh, absolutely. Because I don't want to ruin our homecoming. It is the most petty thing ever. I mean, you know, we're coming off of A&M on the 9th of October 9th, uh, Mississippi State October 16th, and then Tennessee is homecoming October 23rd in Tuscaloosa. So, obviously, because, you know, homecoming, that's how that works. But, uh, yeah, you're the week before LSU. So, yeah, it's not something we ever would have done 20 years ago. No, and uh, I will, though, I'll bring this up. And on Nick Saban's first year, if I'm not mistaken, because being in the state of Alabama, obviously I just by default know a good bit about Alabama football, even though they are my arch enemy. I hate well, you nobody can't get away from it. I hate Alabama. You can't get away from it, so, yeah. In Nick Saban's first year, he lost to Louisiana Monroe. Yes. On homecoming oh yeah right? oh yeah i mean i mean i mean saban will be the first to tell you don't take anyone for granted so can history repeat itself that's the question i'm asking is it possible tennessee is the new louisiana monroe which at this point i'll take it you understand there are students at alabama who have never lost to tennessee i know well my my 11 year old child has never seen it and that absolutely <laughs> crushes my soul to the <laughs> core because I, I mean when when that little face looks up at me which has happened several times mostly after the tennessee alabama game he looks at me and he goes babe he calls me babe because that's what growing up w- with my ex-wife she used to call me that so mm-hmm. he thought that was my name he still calls me that he sure. won't do it in front of his friends now but he'll go babe are we ever going to beat Alabama? And um, <laughs> Father, tell me the story of us winning, of us beating Alabama. <laughs> I'm like, man, I promise one day. And then I'll go on YouTube and show them some old videos from like 15 years ago. Why are these whatever. in standard yeah. definition? <laughs> They're right. Let me show you the encyclopedia. <laughs> oh, wow. Pull out the old world book. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. It's so bad. And, and it's, I don't know. I... I, I think about it a lot, probably too much, but I often wonder like what happened because this is more, and this is outside of Alabama. This is just the program in general. This is more than just a bad streak of luck. This is some sort of divine intervention. 
I don't know if God's playing a role in this. I don't know if Satan's playing a role in this. <laughs> but there's something that is not within this planet, not within this world, that is causing what happens to Tennessee year after year, coach after coach. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know Fulmer ratted Alabama out one time, but what's the big deal? It happens all the time. Listen, we're enemies. We play dirty. We take cheap shots. Sure. Not that big a deal, even though it did put them on probation. It did put Alabama in a position that we're currently in. So maybe it's karma. I don't know. But what I do know is this type of bad luck could not link. Like, if if I take the last 10 years, I, I look at – and I know this is, seems like a bit much, but I look at Penn State, and I'm like, they suffered the biggest scandal in college football history. Yeah, yeah. And they came back from for, it for things that were a lot we more serious than the than... Fulmer firing. Yeah, like, it's it's like what what's the holdup, man? It's one thing after another. Well, and I, mean, I could I could go on this for for hours, but it's just it's it's rough being a Tennessee fan, and I don't think people appreciate it enough. I mean, you literally got left in the middle of the night. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I remember Absolutely. I was I was on the air when that happened and it was like what that oh mm. my gosh I'll never forget it I will never forget it and I thought because there was a level of excitement around Lane Kiffin uh, coming in young guy getting players excited doing well on the recruiting trail and I mean he's a good coach now yeah if he would have stayed it would have done a lot more damage than what he did actually caused because at that point in Lane Kiffin's life, and I've got some stories I probably can't tell in this podcast yeah. that he was doing or had been engaged in that would have absolutely wrecked the program for years. He needed some guidance and some, some seasoning. And I think that's what he got, you know, after right. he left. Uh, if you go back, he pro- I'm sure he would have handled it a little differently now that he's aged a little bit and grown up a little bit, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know. Hey, uh, I found this story, and it reminded me of something. That I-, I know, I mean, I've heard the story about, about how you got engaged and all that, but um, I feel like this is something you would do. Uh, a, guy named, uh, a woman named uh, Kelly Lavery, her husband... Uh, she and her husband went to Disney World, and they were already engaged. So you can actually re- recreate this. And every time they would go to a new part of the park, he would fake propose just to embarrass her. Just so people would, like, clap and make a big deal about it. All right. And so eventually she just started running from him. Oh, that's good. I feel like that's something you would do. You know, as you tell that story, I'm like, that's pretty funny. You know? oh, I think and, it's and when I hear a good idea like that, I actually pursue it myself. Um, I, I'm reminded of a TikTok I saw. Mm-hmm. I, I'm like, I'm bad with TikTok, man. I'm like sending tick. Like I've got this group of like three or four people, uh-huh. and three quarters of my day consists of sending TikToks to those people that I've come across. But there's one <laughs> where there is a couple, and I think they're already married, mm-hmm. and they go to a restaurant or a bar. And he proposes when there's a bunch of people around, and the next thing you know, their drinks are paid for for the rest of the night. I've seen and they that. Do that wherever they go. I've seen that because yeah, I'm also on the TikTok. But yes, I, I've seen that. Yeah, so it's it's a pretty ingenious plan if you ask me. But uh, I don't know. 
I I may um I may give that a shot. I I did. I'll tell you with my proposal, which was conducted at twelve oh one a.m. on January first, twenty twenty one, because I refused to do it in twenty twenty as we saw what twenty twenty entailed. Sure. I was not gonna not gonna jinx it. All right, I've yes. already messed one up. Not gonna do it again. Yeah. So twelve oh one in the rain at Railroad Park, I popped the question, and of course she said yes. Uh, but you know, I'll do it again. I don't care. <laughs> I remember when that happened because you and I had actually gone back and forth that day, like earlier that day, like by a text. And like you didn't mention, I heard about it the next day. I'm like, that jerk didn't mention anything. <laughs> Good grief! Oh man. Okay, so when we get back, I've got uh, I've got a couple of questions here uh, that I want to ask you, and um, I think you might have some insight on this. We got Andrew McLean with us today. Uh, hopefully, you've heard about. If you haven't, well, then you're gonna learn today. A- Andrew is the host of the Over the Line podcast. And uh, you want to check this out if you're a political junkie, if you're somebody that really enjoys um, hearing about all of uh, all the ins and outs and and all that um, of the political spectrum. Andrew's where you want to listen. It's Over the Line. You can find it on all of the different platforms, the Podbean, the the uh, Spotify, the iHeartRadio, and all that. Uh, he also is a fill-in host over on Birmingham's Real Talk. 99.5 so you know shout out to our friends over over there what's up Murph um yeah so Andrew's gonna stick around one more segment stick around it's the Mark Over Podcast Old Horde Lumiere Candle Company has been with the Mark Harvard Podcast since the very beginning. And let me tell you how happy we are. You can get all kinds of scents, guys, to make your house smell great. And they aren't just your frou-frou floral stuff. Guys can get candles like bourbon or leather, and they come in these really cool glass containers. Check them out. Everything they've got is at owlcandlecompany.com. And tell them I sent you. It's Old World Lumiere Candle Company. It's the Mark Harvard Podcast. There's a lot of people that are going to bang their hands on the desk and be real angry and stuff. What we're going to do is find the ways that God is working in all of this trouble and turmoil. Who knew that optimism could sound so sarcastic? We'll go over history, we'll go over the news of the day, and I'm probably going to make some jokes about 80s cartoons. The Mark Harvard Podcast. You never know what you're going to get, but if you don't listen, you don't get anything. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, MeWe, and online at MarkHarvardCreative.com. Instagram and online at MarkHarvardCreative.com. The Mark Harvard Podcast. We are back. One more segment with Andrew McLean hanging out. Andrew, thank you for hanging out today. Absolutely. So before we get out of here... Um, where do you see, you know, we've got a lot of the back and forth about the COVID stuff. You know, the CDC is releasing more and more, uh, rules, more and more suggestions. We've got school systems by, you know, left and right saying going back to masks. We got, uh, 
uh, Birmingham mayor today, actually, uh, throwing out the edict that any visitors to public areas uh, any in the city of Birmingham, they have to wear masks now. Uh, where do you see us going from here? Well, um, it, it's a little it, – it's – I say it's a little tricky. It's really not. This is this all is very simple when it comes down to it. And all this revolves around, as we know, the Delta variant. And we talked about mm-hmm. this on the podcast tonight. Um, Joe Biden gave a, a speech earlier today, a press conference or whatever, and he talked about his plan going forward to get more people vaccinated and also mentioned the CDC's new recommendations of what seems to be, looking at the map as two-thirds of the country at least, having to wear masks at least indoors, or kids wearing them in school and all that, which the kids wearing them in school absolutely drives me nuts. Um, what what we have here is is the government, I think, on the vaccine front, bullying people into getting a vaccine because if you heard his plan it was things like paid time off from your employer to go get the vaccine or take mm-hmm. any of your family members to go get the vaccine uh, encouraging business owners to give their employees 100 dollars to get the vaccine now if you think about the people that haven't gotten the vaccine thus far because they don't want to i mean there's a plethora of reasons whether they feel like the vaccine was rushed or they don't like the pushiness of the government about it or, or whatever, whatever the reason is. A hundred bucks probably not going to change their mind, at least 99% of them. No, it makes me so feel a like lot, a chump for going well, ahead to get my vaccine like months ago, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You bet. There's going to be people going and getting a second vaccine likely for that hundred bucks. They're like, I thought I about that. Um, do you like if you go get five vaccines, can you be like, I'm just uh, cashing this in? <laughs> Give me five big head Benjamins. Do those do those do those vaccines cancel each other out? Like you get one and you're in your antivirus, and then the second one, you're like, oh, you got it. Nope, now you don't. Yeah, Ooh, you got again. So you got to make the total numbers an even number, so you're actually vaccinated. <laughs> you know, yeah. you, you don't you don't want to stop on like seven. Oh gosh, um, no, then you're like quadruple infected. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, I caught it twice. I haven't gotten the vaccine, and I'm not against the vaccine, but I've caught yeah. it twice. And, and I'm the only thing I'm against is getting unnecessarily vaccinated. And not that I'm against other people doing it. I'm just saying I'm against me doing it. But what I see happening is outside of the pushiness of the government, the pushiness of the CDC, um, the reality of it if you look through the entire pandemic, whatever has happened over in the UK, we have been three to four weeks behind that. If they have a spike, three to four weeks later, we have a spike. Mm-hmm. If their their cases or their deaths dip down, three or four weeks later, same thing with us. We were almost mirroring these people uh, by you know three or four weeks. And so right now, the uh, UK is now dealing with a dip. Like they they're slowly going back to normal after they had a Delta variant spike. Well, that's what we're doing. And I, I use the term spike loosely. This is what they're calling it. Okay. Um, and if history continues to repeat itself, like it's done through this entire thing, we will then slowly start going back down until this thing is very manageable in us just conducting our lives as normal, no mask or, or nothing, just to let the people get the vaccine. And one more thing is y- you can't, and this is what the president's doing, he's putting the 
the responsibility or the blame on the unvaccinated people. And he's saying this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated, which is very hypocritical because at the same time, they're saying that the, the, the people that are vaccinated now have the ability to transmit and spread the virus. Well, if they're able to spread the virus, why are they not getting any of the blame? It should be everybody. But nonetheless, my opinion on it, it's going to go down whether we close down businesses or wear masks or whatever. This thing is going to go down. And the government's response to it, on the other hand, I have no idea. Because most days I feel like they want to stretch this thing out as long as they can. Well, a lot of people would say it's a it's a power grab and it's something that they've got to use. It, so much of the ba- the political back and forth is not so much about what's best for the American people as much as it is about beating the other side. And, right. and I see that from both sides. I mean, that's not just a left or a right thing. I mean, there's there's no party. I've said this a hundred times. There's no party that has a monopoly on jerks. You know, that's exactly right. There are good people on both sides. There are horrible people on both sides. And it's the, you know, it's the people that really do damage are the ones that have lost sight of what, of what they're supposed to be doing and are just trying to win the game. All right. Yeah. The the one thing standing between us and and the government in in this situation is the constitution. mm -hmm. And one of the most, American things you can do, one of the most patriotic things you can do is be skeptical of the government. It's literally what the Constitution was built on. First Amendment, Second Amendment, so on and so forth, is just question the government. Not hate the government, not conspire against the government, just question. Don't just trust it at face value, verify it. And they're basically looking for us to do away with that. And if you do away with that, you're going to have to do away with the Constitution because, again, that's what it was built on. Mm-hmm. A group of people leaving a government that they could no longer trust to create a more perfect union, so on and so forth. And that's – I think that's where we're at as a country. You, you're either you, – we're back to the – you either believe in the Constitution or you think it's a living document that can be morphed and changed – according to your feelings or circumstances or in this case viruses so we got to make a decision as a country about which way that the constitution should be interpreted mm-hmm. okay yeah i get it and and our forefathers I mean they they knew that people are going to have ulterior motives that's why we have checks and balances that's why we have three branches not just the one you know that's why we're just not why you know i mean they tried to make george washington king of america and he turned it down because for that exact reason right because he knew down the road this is going to be problems so thanks so much for hanging out with us today andrew we I really appreciate it go listen to his, his uh, podcast to tell us once again where you can uh, where you can hear you well for now until until further notice you can find us on rumble uh, rumble.com you can find us on twitch tv now twitch is weird because it's geared towards just live videos and our only live video at the moment is on Friday nights. But Friday night, uh, Friday nights, we will be live on Twitch approximately 7 p.m. Central Time. Okay. Uh, outside of that, audio podcast on the, the typical suspects. You've got um, Spotify, Apple Podcast. I think you said CastBox, Podbean. 
Uh, there's a, I don't even know the list. There's a list of like 10. Oh, yeah. But according to our stats, like 80% of them come from Apple Podcasts. So Apple Same. Podcasts, Spotify. If if you use a different one, just check it. Over the line, yeah. you can find it more than likely. And hopefully we'll have some more outlets. When it comes to our other spinoff shows, especially Highly Suspect, there is a Highly Suspect um, a YouTube channel. And then also the audio of Highly Suspect as well as the videos on Rumble, it's all mixed in with the over-the-line stuff as well. So if you're following that stuff, you'll be able to find it there. And it's basically Trish and I, my fiance, um, uh, talking about whatever. I've kind of here's the thing: I, I gave that show to her, and I want her to run the show, but she needs me, at least in the early stages, to guide it. Mm-hmm. So I may not always be involved with it. She may do the show sometimes on her own or whatever, but it is geared towards conspiracies or at least as far as we can push it without being banned again there you go (laughs) knock on wood there you go all right that's andrew mcclain host of over the line you can also hear him filling in on uh talk 995 here in birmingham every once in a while whenever uh leland decides to run you know drive across the country or something like that so uh Thanks for hanging out with us this evening. You know, we got a lot coming up on future shows. Uh, My old co-host, Stephanie Plum, coming back in just a a few weeks to be a part of the show. Next week, we're going to talk about some folks from Sozo International. It's a mission that... uh, helps kids over in uh, over overseas and uh, it's it's a really cool uh, charity we're gonna have them in to talk about that and don't forget check out my friends Excalibur services 205-718-8688 for your HVAC your electrical needs they will take care of you I trust my family to them and that includes my grandmother-in-law she called him last week yeah I know right so give them a call if you got problems it's 205-718-8688 It is the Mark Harvard Podcast, and I'm out. The Mark Harvard Podcast.